finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in-market competitors. Base models compared. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, you know what we're going to do? We are going to summon our better angels. We are going to fight for the soul of this country. We're going to go high and let them go low. Actually, we're not going to do any of those things because they sound ridiculous. But that's my recap of the uh, Democrat National, the virtual Democratic Convention last year, last night. And uh, we're all going to swoon over the performance of uh, Michelle Obama, the big star. But I have to say, somebody else stole the show. They brought out all the big guns, you know, Beto and Lori Lightfoot and uh, Meg Whitman and John Kasich. But one guy stole the show because it was so incredibly, incredibly nuts. We'll tell you about that. We'll tell you who who was the big star last night at the DNC virtual convention. Also, we're going to ask, does Tom Brady hate Bill Belichick? That's what I read in the New York Post. And who is Donald J. Trump going to pardon today? He's promising to pardon someone We'll, we'll ponder the question, who gets pardoned by the president today? All that with Alex Reamer on the Callahan podcast today presented by DCU today and every day. Do you love your car but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU and then it can help you lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate or both. 
Applying is easy, and the loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org slash refinance. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, Colleen, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. Uh, you know what I want to do today, Alex and uh, Colleen? What I want us all to do, we're going to try to do today. It won't be easy, but I would like to summon our better angels. Do you think you could mm. do that? We could summon our better angels. And I don't want to go low anymore, I decided. Michelle Obama right. inspired me last night. For now on, you can go low if you want, but I'm going to go high. That's what we do. That's what we do. You know, I... I I agree. They don't go low. The Democrats do not. Now, Barack Obama go low. I mean, did you see his eulogy for John Lewis? He went high the whole time, especially when he was saying, talking about voting rights and Jim Crow and how, how Trump is uh, evil. That was a class move from uh, Barack Obama. But uh, I have to say, I have to That's, say that it was much, right, much more entertaining than I thought last night. Reamer, I know. I know you love to see Bernie, your guy Bernie, but I have to say they, they marched out. It, it was comical at times. I, I literally laughed out loud when I saw some of the people that they put on stage on day one of the virtual Democrat National Convention. Well, I mean, John Kasich has a big constituency. He's always shown <laughs> the, you know, he's like a creature of cable news green rooms. There's nobody outside of like Bill Crystal who would even think about following him. But I'm amazed you say that. I mean, the Democrats are the most like soft party that ever existed. If Trump stole the election, they would send off a few snappy tweets and then be like, okay, there's nothing more we can do. Sorry. I mean, they're really like a pathetic political party. So I don't see why you're afraid of them or you. Or- you- I, I, I'm not, but you're dead wrong. You're 100% wrong. As I talked about this with Turtle Boy yesterday, you I will give you credit. Your party fights dirty. You See, go I, low. I, I, what do they do this that's is the, dirty? This is the, oh, they made up, they're making up, completely making up a scandal and trying to tarnish Trump with this uh, post office thing. They're showing pictures from 2016 of, of mailboxes being locked. They're showing wow. photos the of mailboxes on trucks. I'm still waiting and on the leaders... Trucks. The leaders of your party, Susan Rice and others, uh, are saying, um, Nancy Pelosi saying this is a scandal. We must come back. She wants to bring Congress back to investigate. It's completely 100 percent made up, just like just like the Russian hoax, just like the Ukraine hoax, just like all the accusations against Kavanaugh. Again, your uh, your people, they fight dirty. Michelle Obama Fights dirty. Okay, these are Obama, facts. I mean, they've eliminated dirtiest. they've eliminated overtime from the postal service, and as a result, oh, a lot of mail is not getting. Overtime. Well, Jerry, a lot of mail is so, not getting so delivered. They're I mean, people are waiting for mail. They 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 lose five billion dollars a year, and you right. think they should be paying? Jerry, the post office. More? Jerry, the post office <laughs> is enshrined in the Constitution. It's not supposed to turn a profit. Do you know what also doesn't turn a profit? It loses billions of dollars every year. The, are the, the fucking Department of Defense. I mean, so why don't we shut them down? I mean, it's the but government institutions are not supposed to make money. They all lose a lot of money. They're, they're not supposed to lose billions. Department um, of Defense loses billions way, every year. They don't lose billions. Yes, what they do. do. <laughs> they spend a lot more than they bring in. Do they not? Uh, they, they protect the free world. But I'm, I'm all I'm you want to talk about that? We'll do it another day. Raymond, we'll do it another day. I'm all for cutting. Uh, the defense budget. I'm good. all for, okay, for pulling back. I'm all for pulling back. As I, I mentioned the other day, we have 740 
military installations around the world. Way too much. I'm tired of it. I'm with Trump. We should be taking people uh, back from Germany and Japan and Korea, not just Iraq and uh We have the same amount of troops in Iraq now as we did when That's for another day. Anyway. Alex, that is for another day. Today, you should celebrate because you saw the stars of your party on screen last night, Beto O'Rourke and uh, Lori Lightfoot. Beto O'Rourke. When was he on stage? I missed. I missed I, his segment. I, I don't know. I just saw this compilation, and it was funny because you forget what these people look like: Meg Whitman, Christy Todd Whitman, John Kasich, all well, the Republicans. Are, you know, uh, well, yeah, well, they were, but now they're they're supporting uh, Joe Biden. Right. Big Republicans. Why, why are they? Why are they? And, you know, you know, watching a guy like Kasich or you know Christy Todd Whitman followed up by Bernie Sanders, you're thinking. You're full of it. You don't believe what you're saying. You're not going to you don't agree with Bernie Sanders on anything. You're just a grifter. That's all you are. You're just looking for FaceTime. And after seeing Kasich and uh, Christy Todd Whitman, I don't think that, you know, I'm, I, I don't think getting FaceTime uh, in high def is going to is doing them any favors. But let's get to unlike the eighty-five-year-old uh, fat men who will be all over the RNC like next week. What are you talking about? Why are they? Hey. Why are they bringing out Meg Whitman? Because she's like the laughing stock of the media right now with that company that she is failing at right now. Why would Meg Whitman be? What like is she? That? What is she failing at? What company? Quibi. Have you, have you oh, Quibi. Yeah, yeah. It's a j- laughing stock. The joke. It raised like five is. billion dollars, and they're using her as some. I, like to do I that. don't know why, but it's we should get her to right. Jerry Kyle right. podcast if she can raise five billion. What did That's you? What did you what did you tweet last night? A couple of people tweeted at me and said that you finally snapped because uh, I finally broke you. Um, did you tweet something about how disappointed you were in this uh, convention or in your I, I tweeted uh, something and it, and it didn't get like any likes. So I'm like, I'm going to delete this because it's embarrassing. So I yes. delete tweets if they what, don't get what, uh, well received. What I forget, was it? What I, I forget what delete? it was. It was probably something oh, sure angry. I, I do. I know. Honestly, I'm trying to remember. What it was? Um, oh, I know what it was. Uh, Eva Longoria was hosting, and I thought that was a very good choice oh, right. for a party that uh, you, you know wants to distance itself from being a Hollywood elite party. Uh, you know, I thought that was the perfect, the perfect what, choice. What, what? I mean, the perfect choice, Eva Longoria. Am I? Yes. I maybe my memory is not serving me, but do actresses normally host conventions? Well, is that well I mean, normal? conventions are usually held, you know, with people. Uh, a lot of people. I don't know if you know that, Jerry. So it's a right, bit of a different, bit of a different thing this year. So they probably wanted to bring in a host, which was fine, but it was, you know, it was, it was very telethon e kind of. It all, it all the it charm of it, it, it all the charm of an employee trainee training video. I think it, it absolutely <laughs> felt like a telethon. It felt, you know, sanitized and sterile. And there's a good reason for that. I mean, you watch and you know it's all pre-recorded, so you know you're not going to see any real curveballs you're not going to see any surprises here's a good tell michelle obama pre-recorded hers she said right. there's been 150,000 covid deaths or up to 170 you know she wouldn't have undersold yes. it. this was and current so i was like two we'll weeks get ago. to we'll get we'll get to the death toll in the most amazing appearance the most amazing speech i've ever seen in my life from a politician i i i, I am still stunned at the 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 gall the the gall of andrew cuomo but Michelle Obama was the star of the night. Everyone was praising her, as they always do. Michelle Obama could come on stage and clip her toenails, and the mainstream media would swoon and say how graceful and gracious and wonderful she was. We know that what's going on in this country is just not right. 
This is not who we want to be. So what do we do now? What's our strategy? Over the past four years, a lot of people have asked me, when others are going so low, does going high still really work? My answer, going high is the only thing that works. I, this is amazing to me. This is her big moment. This is their big moment. This is the first night of the convention. This is their biggest star, much, much bigger star than either the uh, the guy at the top of the ticket, Sleepy Joe, or the uh, the woman at the uh, on the ticket who is who has done nothing, brought no one to the uh, uh, to the Democrats. Kamala Kamala Harris. I mean, just a disastrous pick, but. And I'm sure Biden asked Michelle Obama first and she turned him down. But she comes on and does a speech. I don't even know how long it was. What was it? 20 minutes or that? And she did fine. She read the teleprompter, did a fine job. She I can't wait till Melania copies high. it next week. Do you think that'll be weird when she like? Says- yes, good. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she's not a plagiarist. <laughs> um, Melania Cullen. Anyway, she comes out. She comes out, does all the usual talking points, and how Joe's just wonderful. And, you know, we were respected around the world, she said, when Barack Obama, and we had a better economy, which is comical. Well, but anyway, but now the economy. There was yeah. one thing missing. There was, there was one thing, actually, there was two things missing from her speech. One thing was missing from all the speeches, and we will get to it. That would be denouncing, condemning the violence in our cities, condemning Antifa. Uh, and and okay, nobody, Rudy's rolling no, his eyes. Nobody, not, nobody, because nobody cares about that. I mean, what? No, 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 are you I, kidding? I, I, are you I kidding? live in a Boston. Have you heard the numbers? People Jerry, are abandoning inner oh, cities. Okay. They're abandoning. Jerry, these I cities. live. Jerry, I live in a city. I'm not like you. I haven't hunkered down in you know Maine here. I'm, I'm, in, I'm there. City too, I'm there with the it's, people. And it's you, fine. If you, if you own property, if you owned a business, you'd be disgusted. Oh, stop this it! Party. I mean, Jerry. Honestly, one of our two major parties will not condemn. It's violence. I condemn we, this made up violence. Fine. It's all condemned on made my up end. violence. Uh, okay, please, please. Um, Cullinane, you have one job. Get me the video oh, from Portland uh, over oh, the weekend. Portland, Portland, where, um, Portland, Maine. Portland is a city. I'm not sure you're aware of this. It's Never a city in Oregon. It's a city in the United States. Oh. Um, they're they're doing nothing to protect the citizens, the businesses okay. of Portland oh. or Seattle or any number of oh, other terrible. cities. I know it doesn't. I know you don't want to talk about it because it's boring. It is an it's issue. so boring. Nobody cares boring. about it. Like, you know, nobody cares. It's, it's boring. Okay. Boring. <laughs> I can't believe you're going to do this to me. I really did. Th- I really did think Shattuck was on today. I thought you were another day and I wasn't, well, I'm doing I wasn't ready over, for this. doing overnights tonight. Well, good for you. Good it's for been, you. It's I'm been a big, it's been a, it's it's been a big NBA bubble. I mean, well, we had playoff games. We had, bubble. we have played, we playoff games all day, Jerry. Fucking nuggets. All right. uh, let me know. Let jab. me know, Dave, when you have the video for over the weekend of the guy. Uh, his name is Andrew Rayner, I believe, uh, something like that. Who uh, his name just broke this morning. Uh, just get on Andy Knows uh, Twitter feed. It's disgusting. I've seen the video a dozen times. People like Alex don't want to see it because they know that these are 
This is the militant wing, the militia wing of the Democrat Party. These are Biden supporters. They're kicking they're, people they're, in they're the head. They're not Biden supporters. There's no such oh, thing. Oh, no. They're big, Trump, they're big Trump fans. They're, big no, they're Trump not. Fans. I mean, there's no such thing as fervent the Biden dirty, supporters. I mean, they're, they're not. And the Biden dirty supporters. little secret is Biden and uh, Harris and Obama want to keep the chaos going. They want the violence to go at least till November because they think it hurts Trump. The, the, the perception that the, the country is in chaos hurts Trump. So they want to keep that going. But if you if you didn't see it, and I didn't see it all last night, it was four hours of, you know, just cliches and, and happy talk and no mention, no condemnation at all of the violence in our inner cities. No condemnation of Antifa or Black Lives Matter. In fact, just the opposite. Yeah, I'm shocked up. Michelle Obama didn't contend Black Lives Matter. Okay, fine, it's fine. You can support. I'm Go for it. I say that. Go for it. You want to support the violence from Black Lives Matter and Antifa? You do that. You do that. We'll see. That's the best issue Trump has going for him. That is the best issue. What, something that nobody issue. even knows what that's happening? I mean, what I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you used to be a news guy. You used to follow the news and, and watch news and read about news. Uh, you just checked out. Are you just... A strictly an NBA bubble guy now? Is that what it is? I, I just don't even, I don't, I mean, Boston had one riot at the end of May. I mean, it's now like the end of August. Like, this is old news, Jerry. Cullinane, do you have it yet? I am pulling up. Are you talking about the, the journalist who I'm was talking about the guy getting yeah. kicked in the head? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You've seen that? I've seen it a dozen times. Watch the beginning of it. They pull him out of his truck, they beat up his girlfriend. This guy was protecting a transgender woman and another woman, his girlfriend, who gets tackled. They beat him up. He's sitting there defenseless, and they kick him in the head. He's still in the hospital unconscious. That's a, that's the militant wing of the Democrat Party. That act, which happened, I believe, on Sunday, was not condemned by anybody on Monday. Nobody. It is disgusting. And I'm just reading now. They got the, They know who did it. They know that guy who kicked the guy in the head there. They know who did it. They um, they haven't arrested him. There's no, they're waiting. I mean, why you wouldn't arrest him in, you know, the minute you found out who it was or the minute you saw that video is beyond me, but he has not been arrested. That is incredible. There are no cops showing up at these, at these riots. They're again trying to burn down the, the, the courthouse. They're again trying to burn down the police union building in Portland and no Democrat cares. No one will condemn it. I'm um, including, you know, all the all the above Lightfoot. I mean, Cuomo, these are people who are uh, looking the other way as this violence goes on in their cities, in their states. But we got to get to what Michelle left out. And I found out why this morning you noticed, um, Alex, that she did not mention um Kamala. She didn't mention Kamala. She didn't even mention her and mispronounce her name. She didn't well, mention the, the video was recorded before the pick was made. So I mean, that's why. Okay, when was know. the pick made? A week ago. Last right? week. Yeah. It was, well, okay. I think she recorded it like two weeks okay. ago. Because again, oh, I told you the death toll is like two weeks out of date. So she was two weeks. It, it is amazing to me that it was not that important to her that she couldn't update it after the most significant decision of the campaign for her guy picking Kamala. Kamala is a Kamala. Was, I'm sorry. What did I say? Kamala. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm trying not to say Kamala because that's the way say Tiger that. says it. Oh, I'm watching the video again. Turn on your TV, Alex. The, the watching. I'm the not woman. in a room with him. Yep. And then boom, the poor guy gets kicked in the head. Anyway, 
Anyway, so so I find she doesn't mention Kamala, and everyone's speculating. Maybe she didn't like the pick, or maybe whatever. There's a little cat fight going on between these two, these two women, and uh, she doesn't mention it. Very significant. It's the chance to get the black vote, women vote, whatever. It's the ultimate identity politics pick. So then I find out this morning she recorded the thing two weeks ago from her mansion. Oh, from, and I love this. She's talking about climate change from her mansion on the water in Martha's Vineyard. She's so concerned about climate change that she buys a. $15 million mansion on the water. Anyway, how can this be that? How can this not be updated? How can you not do it after the pick? This the whole world is watching. You're the most important speaker they have, at least on this night. And you can't take the time to update it with a mention of the VP pick. Explain that to me, Alex. Well, I just didn't think it was that important, obviously. They have a lot of vacationing to do. I mean, nothing gets in the way of a good vacay, you know? I mean, what what did she have that was more important? (laughs) By the beach. I Even that, even that, do it at night. You know, do it, squeeze it in 10 minutes in the middle of the day, go back to your mansion. There's a million handlers. It's not like, you know, you and me winging it on our own here. There There are texts and video people in there. Okay, I'm going to update it. I'm going to mention, you know, the 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 pick and say how wonderful it is and ha- say how I love Kamala. She didn't even bother to do that. How important could this be to her if she couldn't update it? It just uh, it amazes me when I heard that. And you're right. I didn't even pick up on the death toll that she gave the death toll from two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, because you know that they wouldn't have undersold that. I mean, that was you know that was that was just what it was at the time. But uh, the theme of the night really was. Uh, these people are not Trump. So let me be as honest and clear as I possibly can. Donald Trump is the wrong president for our country. He has had more than enough time to prove that he can do the job, but he is clearly in over his head. He cannot meet this moment. He simply cannot be who we need him to be for us. It is what it is. They're not deranged. They're not insane. They're at least competent. So vote for them. And that was really the theme. And you wonder, you know, how does John Kasich fit on the same uh, program as Bernie Sanders? Well, I think they were trying to show and, you know, I don't know how effective it was, but they were trying to show that, you know, people across the broad ideological spectrum just need, want Trump out of office. And Biden is a safe choice. Don't worry. It's fine. Well, if you you want message. If you want to sell the fact that it's a safe choice, then you don't bring Bernie out at all. I mean, you get. Well, I mean, Bernie. Well, 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 hold on. I mean, Bernie has a huge constituency in the Democratic Party that they need to vote for Biden. So, uh, I mean, of course they brought him out. So you can't really um, sell yourself as a moderate because not only does Bernie speak, but he speaks with authority. You get the sense that Bernie, and um, you know, you're happy about this. God bless you. And so's Trump, by the way. Bernie is a major player here. Bernie is dragging Sleepy Joe way far to the left, which is not good if you're if you're hoping to get elected. I mean, if you want to get elected, if you want to get um, if you want to get you know, those votes in Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, you don't want to be seen as Bernie's puppet. But it feels Five states that Bernie won in 2016 against Hillary. But it feels, it feels I mean, well, you would agree. I'm not, I'm not, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. They don't want to appear like Bernie is running the show here. And no, they certainly don't. I mean, they tried their best to, you know, oust him in the primary and they succeeded. 
Yeah. And I mean, he's going to be out there on the trail. I mean, we just, uh, and, and so are his surrogates. So is AOC and so is Elon Omar. And so is Ayanna Presley calling for more violence in the streets. That's not the message you're hoping for. If you're, um, if, if you're Joe Biden or uh, Kamala or you're uh, whoever, David Axelrod or whoever is behind the scenes pulling the strings, you don't want this image out there that um, that uh, Bernie is got more influence and you're going to be, uh, you know, this is going to be socialism light if uh, if if, uh, Obama, if Biden wins. But uh, let's get to uh, since uh, you, you don't think anybody should mention the violence in the streets and condemn it. So that means you. Well, want I mean, we've been talking about it for like nine, ten weeks. I mean, what more is there to say? I, I mean, just showed you the goddamn video over the weekend, and it doesn't. And you can, of a guy who is still unconscious in the hospital, kicked in the head by a black right. lives. Right. People get unfortunately people get kicked in the head all the time. What makes this one more notable than you know the well, other? Because well, I'll give you a couple care. reasons. It's done for political reasons, which makes it a terrorist act. And B, oh, okay. Terrorism. And B, the cops are doing nothing about it. They're the Democrat mayor and the Democrat governor yeah. are looking the other way and letting these anarchists run wild. That should offend anybody, anybody out there, but apparently not. Alex Reamer and not Michelle because it's, it's a distraction. I mean, we have, you know, 30 plus million people unemployed, at least nearly a million people still losing their jobs every week, over a thousand COVID deaths per day. Coronavirus now the third biggest killer in the U.S. this year. Uh, you know, it, that's it, we, I'm actually focused on issues that matter. So that, that's where I come from. All right. Uh, the victim's name, just, you know, we like to say his name here is Adam Hayner. Uh, he was trying to protect the blonde woman near his truck. She was his girlfriend or his friend. They set up a GoFundMe because he's still in, uh, still unconscious in the hospital. They know who the uh, perpetrator, they know who the scumbag Antifa maggot who kicked him in the head. They know who it is. Um, there, I'm going to retweet it again. I'm just going to keep retweeting until Alex actually, uh, you know, sees it and condemns it. I can't it see your because- tweets anymore. You're shadow banned from my account. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. That last week. I wouldn't be surprised. But since you think the um, the coronavirus is a very important political issue, and it is, how about this one from our guy Andy No? There's a popsicle company called Otter Pops, and they're donating free popsicles to all the Antifa riders because <laughs> it's because it can get a little warm when you're trying to burn down buildings. I love that. I love the fact that some people think still think. You know, these are noble people doing uh, doing good work because, you know, George Floyd, George Floyd hasn't mattered to these people in months, months, if he ever did. I mean, he's got nothing to do with this. It's just anarchists trying to overthrow the U.S. government and trying to defeat Trump. All right. Today's show brought to you by Flagship Wealth. Go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Dave, I'm here with you again. People love that I was picking on you last ad. So we're doing this again. Let's do it. All right. So a lot of people have requested the guide. We're in the 700s, which is unbelievable. If you haven't got it, get your hands on it. But so many of you had. So now I think it's step two, right? What should people do now that they've read it? What do they do next? Dave, they've got to act. You know, we just had the best July in over 10 years. The market is priced to perfection. Uh, If you heard about the elections coming up, I've heard about this. Congress oh, oh you're, is, trying, you're trying to go back and forth right now. Yes, okay, and Congress good, is screwing up where it comes to the stimulus package right now. We tell you within this booklet where the market's going and how we're going to get there. So it's important. You've got it. Act on it. Act on it. That's what you got to do. So go to flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Get your hands on it if you haven't. If you have, 
act on it, whether that's call Dave, whether that's do more research for yourself, whatever you're gonna do, take the advice that's in the guide. Does that make sense? Take control of your retirement before the market does it for you, Dave. Ooh, that sounded good. Have you said that before? We're gonna use that, I think. Yeah, I think you should keep that one. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. Anyway, let's get to the uh, coronavirus because this was surreal to me. This was bizarre and surreal. And after I saw it, I had to like go online and make sure it wasn't some friggin' Babylon B or Onion parody. Featured speaker last night on the Democrat National Convention, and the topic was the coronavirus was Andrew Killer Cuomo. I mean, Alex, even you, even you who just you know blindly follows these radicals, you have to admit that that was an odd choice. AOC is going to get one minute. Your hero, AOC, your fellow BU grad, your fellow commie, is going to get 60 seconds to speak. I'm not sure how long Cuomo got, but he got longer than 60 seconds. And what did he do with his time? He bragged about the great job he did in New York. Can we hear some of Cuomo? And then we'll go over the numbers. Oh, yes. Close we actually are. Yes, we will set up testing and tracing and do whatever we need to do to mobilize to win this battle because we are America. We win wars and we are the greatest country on the globe. And for all the pain and all the tears, our way worked. And it was beautiful. We showed that our better angels are strong (laughs) and that Americans will rise to their call. We saw that even at the end of the day, even if it is a long day, that love wins. There you go. Can you imagine being one of the family members, a son, grandson, daughter of of the 11,000 senior citizens who were killed because of his order on March 25th? Can you imagine knowing that this 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 monster sent positive coronavirus patients into nursing home, wiping nursing homes out? The latest estimate is over more than 11,000 New Yorkers killed by his incompetence, and they choose him to brag about the uh, about the actions taken by Democrats. This was mind-boggling. Talking about better angels. Our way worked. Our way worked, and it was beautiful. Please tell me you don't, you, you're not going to defend this, Reamer, because it is not defensible. Uh, I, I think it was probably a thing that's killed, you know, so many people call it beautiful. That's a nice thing to say. What's the... <laughs> very nice um it was i mean what what would be beautiful by the way was it would it be the empty ship that was in the harbor would it be the empty javits center the uh, facilities that the federal government set up that he didn't use because he said we don't need that we'll just send the patients back into the nursing homes and kill thousands all right i'm going to give you the update i'm going to because i went nuts when i saw this last night if if new york uh if new york were a um country not a state if New York were a country, how many, uh, where would it rank in the world um, in coronavirus deaths? We know yeah. it's number one by far in the United States, but where would it rank in the world? Definitely behind the U.S. Uh, I know, is it third? Uh, fourth. It would be fourth right. most deaths. If New York were a country and not a state, these 32,920 deaths would rank fourth in the world for most coronavirus deaths. I, which is is amazing to me, but you know we know that this guy is incompetent. We know what he did. 
That's one thing. That's one thing. But to march him out, why wouldn't you have, I don't know, I guess most of the Democrat governors can't take a bow because most of them are as bad or not as bad or are, are pretty bad too. It would rank behind only the U.S., Brazil, and India. India, um, uh, with 32,900 deaths. Uh, well, well, no, well I mean... I'm sorry. It would rank one uh, Mexico's a uh, Mexico, not one to Mexico, India, and uh, Brazil. Well, I mean, the truth is that no governor really has an unblemished record with the coronavirus, Democrat or Republican. So, and, and I would say the defense of Cuomo would be that obviously what he did in March and April was disastrous and putting in elderly, you know, sick people into nursing homes. And it was, it was absolutely terrible. But since then, I mean, right now, New York, only 1% of tests come back positive for coronavirus. I mean, they really do have had it under control there for several months. And I think that's what Cuomo is talking about. The beginning was terrible, but since then, I mean, they have, it's, it's one of the, it's actually the area in the country where there's less virus than most places right now. I mean, it's California, really, California, Florida, and Texas combined haven't lost as many people as New York. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but, but if you go to, if you like were to go to the, since June one or even May 15th, New York is way down. I mean, you know, it was a terrible start, but you know, as I said, only 1% of tests come back positive there now. In comparison, LA, 7%, Miami, 13%, 15%, in Houston. Oh, I'm me. just saying that, that I mean, they, they've, they've, they got, I mean, right now they are a success story from the standpoint that they've gotten a handle on it. I mean, that's moving the goalpost. Death sort matter. Deaths are most important. Right, they do matter. But since June 1, you know, New York is down near the bottom in deaths and cases. And uh, it's, it's, I mean, you pick this guy to go out there and take a bow. That is insane. I guess, I guess he's a good speaker. I guess, you know, he, you got to help him with the uh, you know misinformation. You got to help him, uh, you know, spin, uh, but they, you know, they don't let AOC speak or, uh, you know, Elon Omar or Ayanna Presley, the real leaders of the I, party. I agree. And they let, you know, <laughs> it's, that would, that would drive me nuts if I were you, if I cared, if I was rooting for these people. That they give John Kasich and Andrew Cuomo and uh, you know Meg Whitman more time than they give you know Ayanna Presley. No, I agree. Afraid. I agree. It's terrible. I mean, it's you know like the Republicans announced yesterday that uh, that St. Louis couple that was ready to shoot the protesters will right. be speaking. Uh, how come the Democrats don't give us who we want to hear? Like that's who you all want to hear. We want to hear AOC. We want to hear Ayanna Presley. We don't want to hear Meg Whitman and John Kasich. So I agree. I agree. I think, and you're right, McCluskey's from uh, St. Louis. They're going to speak, and they're good. He's a good speaker. He's a lawyer. And the big, other big announcement yesterday was Nicholas Sandman, Nick Sandman, the Covington kid, and the, uh, the highest paid guy at the Washington Post and CNN, Nick Sandman, who uh, was uh, slandered by all the mainstream media, uh, despite the fact that he showed amazing composure when the agitator, the American Indian agitator, tried to get a charge out of him. They didn't. They, he failed because the kid was so good, so composed. He's going to speak, which should, which should be a little weird. I mean, he's 18. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle that at 18. I don't know about you, Raymond. Oh, you could because you were on Jay Leno at 12. I was. I was on Kirk and Callahan at 18. Minus mine speakers like that, How do? because we were talking about that with Turtle Boy yesterday. How do you – like, how do you improve if you're conservatives? How do you improve upon last night? Like, do you do it live, do you think? Like, I, I would do Something, it. Like, there I has to be yeah. some more energy because yeah. that's the problem in this. The, the, 
the plus for the plus for the Democrats, the benefit of this is they can edit it. I mean, you don't have a lot of gaffes. You're not going to have people choking up on stage or, you know, losing their way. Um, but you, it feels obviously recorded, prepackaged. It feels a little choreographed, too choreographed, and there's no energy. Reamer's right. It felt telethon-ish at times. And I, I think you're right. What what they have to do, and they're doing it now, is show Trump you know, as the, the fearless one going out there and not being afraid of the virus, not being afraid of the questions where you have Biden, just the opposite. He's hiding in his basement. He, the only questions he's taken since naming Kamala, Kamala Harris is uh, from Cardi B. And we can get to that if you want. Have you well, seen Cardi B? Uh, embarrassed him a little bit. Cardi B. It was incredible, and it was edited. By the way, it was edited. I'm not sure how that works. The, the, who who edited it? Did the uh, campaign make a deal with Cardi B? I mean, she's a journalist. She's got some standards here. But they they edited the video. I don't know if you can get some of this, uh, Cullinane, but I watched it yesterday and laughed out loud at the. She is not really. An astute political analyst. Let's be honest. Speak um, for yourself. <laughs> this is with, uh, it was with some magazine, L magazine. So that's it's like a production with them. So they they edited but, the whole thing. Oh, they're the ones who edited it because yeah. there's a bunch of points where Biden's kind of choppy, and you get the sense that he's looking at her like, "What the hell are you talking about?" There's a two minute rant I tweeted out yesterday where she tells you what she thinks. She wants to make sure we have free Medicare. She wants free Medicare and free school, free college for everybody. And she wants more, she said, I quoted her directly, more stricter laws to stop cops. Yeah. From oh, okay, okay, honestly, I mean, that would be the most grammatically correct thing our president has ever said. So let's not, I mean, let's not. <laughs> I'm not talking about Biden. I'm talking about Cardi B. I love Cardi B. She's pushing Joe Biden to actually, you know, do what voters want, which is give them health care. Good Give for her. Healthcare. They have yeah. healthcare. Medicare is already free for seniors. Well, why do we have tens of she millions of people who Medicare. are unenrolled in healthcare? She doesn't know what Medicare is. He won't do an interview with Chris Wallace or with uh, the Vox guy Swan. Uh, you know, he won't do an interview with you know sixty minutes. He won't even do an interview. He won't even answer questions from his biggest fans, the people at the Washington Post and and NBC. But he will sit down with Cardi B, which is kind of a shallow wouldn't you say attempt to appeal to i guess african-americans or women um no it's, a, it's, an, attempt sure. to, it's an attempt to appeal to young people I, I think more than i mean biden has the black vote i mean he I, I carried him through the primaries and it will you know be uh, over 90 percent i'm sure in the general well over i mean it has to be so i think it's more about young people than anything else and if you're joe biden why would you do an interview with anybody? I mean, you're ahead right now and just kind of play it safe. Stay in the basement. Kamala, even though I know that you hate her, is a very safe pick. She's impossible to define. Is she a radical leftist? Is she hard on yes. crime? I mean, you guys are kind of all over the map on her. No, so, she's a radical leftist. Um, oh, she I, is? So then, I don't hate her. I don't hate her at all. I just think she's a terrible pick. He, he, she's she a great get, pick because she's she doesn't get to anybody else. She doesn't secure you any votes. None. She doesn't. I mean, California but she doesn't, doesn't, but, she doesn't but she doesn't lose you votes and have people running away. I mean, I think the Democrats have decided this election will be how do we get moderate 
Republicans, these suburban people who voted, by the way, for Democrats in 2018 because they overtook the House to vote for the ticket in 2020. So let's just get a safe choice who's inoffensive, who's down the middle. And that's Kamala. She's a she's a safe choice. She is. She's she's literally more left wing than Bernie Sanders. uh, That's not true. According to some barometers, but she's radical. She got you. And I've said this before. I think I talked about it with you last week. I was amazed. She never even made it to the primary. She never even she bowed out before anybody except Beto because nobody likes her. Nobody wanted to vote for her. She got she gets you no votes. She was polling behind Liz Warren among black voters during the primaries. You know, black voters gave didn't support her at all. You're right. It's kind of weird. Black voters love Biden. They don't love her. It's it's strange. And she's a crazy leftist. And I'm not sure he needed that. He had to have a, a black woman. And I don't what's, know what's what, what's crazy about her. I mean, you name it. She believes it. She co-sponsored the Green New Deal. Oh, stop. And every Democrat crazy. did, Jerry. Like 30 senators. You know, you, know, you, know, you know how that works. I mean, co-sponsored. That means right. She co-sponsored the craziest no leftist left. Well, it's, well of I mean. All. Yeah, but she 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 was a she was a bandwagon person on that. I mean, she's you know the headline of the Wall Street Journal. The headline of the Wall Street Journal last week when Biden picked Kamala was "Wall Street breathes sigh of relief with Kamala Harris picked." So she is loves Wall Street loves the leftists. They love Biden. Oh yeah, they love they they love love Bernie Sanders. No, they don't. They hate Elizabeth Warren. That's you know that's your party. You're the party of identity politics and Wall Street. Sure, right, 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 right. Exactly. And Kamala Harris is the embodiment of identity politics in Wall Street. Correct. She is. I agree. Right. A terrible pick. Wins you no votes. Unfortunately for Biden, he he bought nerds. Nerd Wallet presents money questions. Credit card round. Ready, Steve? No time to answer. How can you compare and apply for the best travel credit cards? Turn to the nerds. Where can you find the best card for your credit score? Turn to the nerds. For a triple point bonus. Is it better to earn rewards in points or miles? Uh, I'm kidding. Turn to the nerds. Winner, winner. Fiscally responsible dinner. Game's over, Steve. From the lowest rates to the best rewards. For all your credit card questions, turn to the nerds at nerdwallet.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call. Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Himself in. It had to be a black woman. And I guess he thought she was better than Susan Rice or Stacey Abrams. Well, she's much better than Susan Rice because, again, we're about playing it safe. And Susan Rice, A, has never been on a ticket before, and B, easily definable. They'll say Benghazi. I mean, no one even really knows what that is, but I mean, they'll say it attack, Lots attack, and attack. And, and See, I, here's what the, here's the problem you have, Reem, is you assume everybody is as dumb as the average, you know, liberal. People know what Benghazi is, and if they don't, they no. would learn because Trump would bombard them. Here's, I don't I think Trump. I don't think Trump's a, a great speaker. I don't think he's a great debater. He's certainly <laughs> better than Biden, but I think he has a pretty damn good team, who you know whip together these these commercials the minute Kamala Harris Kamala Harris was named, and they will do it again. Uh, you know they will they'll they'll put one together about Cuomo and the disaster that was New York. They'll have these wrinkly old beautiful. These wrinkly I mean, old never Trumpers, Kasich and Whitman and 
Uh, they'll have them um, in some other, you know, 60 second ad online in a matter of minutes. They're good at this. And I think they'll be good at learning from this first. They have a big advantage. You got to admit going second this year when you have never had a virtual convention before going second is always an advantage. It's a bigger advantage this time to see how the Democrats are doing it and then, you know, fix the mistakes and somehow try to add a little energy, maybe have some live audience of some kind, certainly have Trump. Um, he's going to accept the nomination in the White House, um, maybe surround him with people safely distanced apart who can at least, you know, clap. <laughs> Don't you need that to, have, to add some energy? Please clap. It should bring back Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Please. I'm actually shocked that he didn't speak at the DNC last night with all the. That's all that's the a good point. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I thought George W. Bush would be sitting on Michelle Obama's lap because those Giving two love candy. Him. They do, they yeah. Do. George, George, all you need to know about you know you call MSNBC the so-called liberal network. All you need to know is that Nicole Wallace, a flack for George W. Bush, was anchoring. DNC coverage. Wake me up when, uh, you know, uh, the, who's the Obama press guy? Jay Carney. Wake, wake me up when Jay Carney is on Fox News. I mean, come on. Well, they have, uh, they have plenty of liberals. Juan Williams was on there drooling last night over uh, over Michelle Obama's speech. I mean, well, it, was, was it was. It was. I think it was. It was. A, it was a very good speech from the standpoint that she really just laid into Trump is like just a pathetic loser and. She, you know that line that she threw at him? It is what it is. That's what he said about 170,000 coronavirus deaths. And she says he's just not up to the task. It is what it is. That was except, that good shape. Except I like she only said 150,000 deaths because as you well, pointed out, she, a lot of date, she you know. couldn't be bothered to update it. She had plans. She had, okay. I'd love to know what her plans were the last two weeks that she couldn't update her speech. But, uh, and you know what? Uh, uh, better angels. The better well, angels. We, we to, if I were a speechwriter, I would. If I were a candidate, I'd tell my speechwriter, don't mention better angels. It's such a lame cliche. Cuomo did it. She did it. Probably, you know, Kasich did it too. I wasn't really paying attention, but we got to, we got to summon our better angels. Is that what you think of when you think of Joe Biden? He's a better angel. We have to reclaim the soul of America. All right. The soul. It's true. I will admit that the soul of America is dark right now when people I, like. I agree. Antifa and Black Lives Matter are kicking no. people in the head and rioting and burning and chasing people out of the cities. Here's another thing you haven't seen, and you got to see it. This video from New York City that's like a minute long, and they go up all these streets. New York City's gone. That's an issue. That's going to be an issue for the Republicans. These cities are destroyed, and they're not coming back anytime soon. Businesses, restaurants, um, you know, home, condos, you know, people that live in the city are leaving, and those are taxpayers. They need that revenue more than ever, and it's going. Even Cuomo is begging people, begging them to not flee New York City because he knows that the rich pay most of the taxes and they can't afford to lose them all. But No, but I mean, you know, cities ultimately are fine. It's where people want to live. Suburbs suck, and they're t doing struggling now because of COVID. But next year at this time, two years from now, whenever this dystopia is over, cities will be fine. I don't think I don't think it's over anytime soon. If you owned a restaurant, had a, had a friend owned a restaurant, then you would know, you know, that um, I heard somebody actually it was Rush. El Rushbo was talking about this, that the, that thousands of New York restaurants depend on, you know, theater and. Oh, right. Yeah. And sports. And that's all gone. And the people, the, these restaurants are just empty because the theater is gone. Theater. 
Broadway is going to be gone for a full year. And the ancillary, you know, the, 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 uh, the effects, the cash, the, the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, um, lateral damage oh, yeah. is incredible. When you, when you consider all those places that people eat, cause you don't go to a play without going to a, a restaurant. I just wiped out. Oh, and it's insane. I mean, I, frankly, I don't know how any restaurant stays in business know, outside of good. like takeout Chinese or pizza uh, during COVID. I don't understand it at all. You even go like I was out at the seaport last week and we ate at a restaurant, which was very crowded. The outdoor seating was 100 percent crowded, even inside. You know, it was filled to however much they could fill it to. But you look, you know, there's empty tables everywhere. There's no bar action at all. And this is and this is when it's supposed to be good. I mean, what's it going to be like in October when everybody has to go inside and everyone's afraid to eat inside? And then, you know, these are supposedly good times and restaurants are still doing like 30 to 40 percent of what they used to do. And that's not sustainable. I mean, the the number it was a month ago was in Massachusetts. Four thousand restaurants were expected to go under. And it's I'm surprised not all of them are, honestly, unless unless you own your own building. But other than that, I don't see how anybody could stay in business and it's depressing. I'm with you. Pizza Hut closed 300 restaurants and I don't know. Uh, man, that's Pizza Hut. As you point out, they're, they're doing delivery and pickup and they should be okay, but they're not. Nobody is. No restaurant owner is, is feeling good right now because it's just, it's not going to end at least not till November. Um, well, I'm convinced. I mean, I, I will say this, Jerry, I mean, you were going with how uh, Democrats want there to be violence in the city. I'm not sure about that, but I mean, Damn. I do, th- I, I, I do think that there is a lot of politics when it comes to closing schools. I mean, public schools, if you look at the correlation between caseloads, positive test rates and whether school is opening, it actually has very little correlation. It's all about politics. If you are a school in a red area, you're open more likely. If you're in a blue area, you're closed. I mean, there is, I think, some incentive on the part of these Democratic mayors and governors to keep things as desolate as they can up until November. And then wow. once Biden... I mean, yeah, I, I think that's pretty I, I obvious. I'll give you credit. I'll give you credit. Most, most, most people on your side of the aisle are not admitting that, but I'm glad you admitted it. Well, I mean, I mean, all you need to do is you've, I saw a study from the Brookings Institute a couple weeks ago, and it late. I mean, how do you explain the fact that in Massachusetts, for example, the Globe had the story last week, half of the districts in the state have a positive test rate below one percent. And many of them are still not open for all day learning. So if you're not going to open schools when the positive test rate is below 1%, then when are you going to open schools? I guess until there's a vaccine. So I, no, I guess November 4th, you're right. Until the election, that's all it's about. It's strictly about politics. The teachers unions are, are, are you know, all about politics, all about defeating Trump. It's got nothing to do with the kids. It's got nothing to do with the virus. And the problem they have is it's so obvious that even you know left even democrat parents are disgusted uh and the polls show it that's why people like Cuomo and uh you know Schumer are saying we got to open the schools because they know it's not a winning issue right now people are tired of this you know tired of them using the virus and they want schools open and they want football too that's that's another winning issue for uh, what is college football Yes, they want college football. Yeah. They want pro football. They want high school football. I mean, if, if they you're want high school attention. football, yes, yes. Why not? Oh. Why not? Why I, don't, not? I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there ever needs to be high school football ever again. So I mean, you know, <laughs> okay. it's it's, okay. it's brought well, nothing okay. but misery. They want high school cross country. How's that? Good. That, that, then we're on high school swimming and diving and cross country. Swimming, Let's go. diving, and cross country, and yep. we want we want uh, 
biological boys to play with the girls and kick their ass, right? That's as far as we care about high school sports. Sure. Um, yeah. All right, but Trump has a plan. He always has a plan. He's he's campaigning in person, by the way, through these swing states. I think he's hitting four states uh, this week in the you know the battleground states to prove that he is not afraid. I mean, it, it'll backfire if he gets the virus, <laughs> but as long as he stays healthy, he will prove that he's not afraid. <laughs> To go out in public, not afraid to take questions. He takes questions every day. Biden takes no questions. By the way, I want to get to, if, if Cullinane is not napping over there, I want to get back to uh, Cardi B because it's hilarious. The only question Biden has taken is from Cardi B, and it's and it's hysterical. Um, but Trump has a plan to upstage the uh, virtual convention tonight. He's announced that he's going to pardon somebody, somebody important. And before we started recording, we were speculating, but um, you and I can get into that after I get into Shea Concrete. Yeah, find that. I tweeted it out, the Cardi B question, which is two minutes long for Biden. You don't need an answer because there is no answer. He just sits there like shaking his head, doesn't know what she's saying, but it's hilarious. Literally, the still of the video is just him so confused. By what I know. It, it, is, it doesn't do him any good. Alex said he's trying to reach out to young people. I don't think young people are... Uh, are <laughs> seeing that hey, saying, hot right now. WAP is hot right now. It's the song of the summer right now. Yes, it is, right. and we sang it last week, and we look to sing it again this oh, week. Sure, we right, well, I'll let you sing it again after I uh, sing the praises of Shea Concrete. You know all about Shea Concrete. Right, we do. They're a great company, a family-owned company that's working hard day in and day out to be your trusted precast concrete partner. They're a local company, but they're all over New England. They have four state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities, which are all hiring, by the way. I'll get to that. If you're a contractor, let me tell me tell you some of the products Shake can deliver to your job site ready for installation. Water and wastewater products, underground stormwater systems, barriers and bullards, deck footings, electrical and communication products. The list goes on and on. These guys at Shea, they can do it all. And if you're an engineer, Shea can help you design your next project. You can sit down with all their wonks, all their guys, their engineers, guys and girls, sit down at the computer figure things out, or you can do it virtually too, I'm sure. They can help get it done. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate, or just log on to shakeconcrete.com where you can also check out the job openings, the jobs. They're cranking. Business is great. and They're always hiring at all four of the facilities looking for CDL drivers. If you think it might be a good fit, just send your resume to jobs at shakeconcrete.com. I um, what was Reamer's guess for uh, the the pardon? I'm struggling with this. I feel like I should have a good handle on this. It's not going to be a well, Snowden would be Edward Snowden would be very controversial. He said no Snowden and no. Who's the other one? He said he's not doing no Flynn. Which Flynn? Flynn. Yeah, didn't they already do. Oh, we didn't have to do Flynn. That's right. Flynn. He commuted his sentence. No, 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 no. Justice Department dropped the case. Right, and then they then that crazy left wing Obama judge brought it back, but. Good. I think I don't think he'll be able to lie to the FBI. I don't think he has to pardon Flynn, but so who would it be? Who's I mean, I told you, Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's not going to be be something gimmicky. It's not going to be like it's not going to be. I'm trying to think of who it could be. But the guesses were, you know, Joe Exotic. Roger Stone's already been pardoned. He doesn't have to do Roger Stone. Right. You forget that. Is it somebody in our justice system? Uh, I can't even think of. Them. I mean, yeah. So, so let's go through it. I mean, so probably you you, you don't think Ghislaine Maxwell. 
Uh, I don't. I mean, that'd be crazy. I don't think that's a winning move right now. Why? He wishes her well. Yeah. How does it help you politically to 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 pardon her? I mean, he doesn't. He definitely doesn't help the QAnon people. That'd be Trump then freeing like a you know child's uh, predator, which goes against the narrative. I love how Reamer doesn't care about Antifa burning down cities, but QAnon is always so important. QAnon is a huge issue. I mean, they've now people. Yeah, I don't want to do Congress. that. I don't want to do it. You don't want to do, uh, you know, the rioting, the Antifa. Right, I don't want to so, do. All right, cool. QAnon is more important than Antifa. It's your your party's becoming the QAnon party, and I was uh, ahead of the curve on that. I've been talking to QAnon for years. Shut up with the QAnon. Guy. It's true. There's going to be a congresswoman yeah. in Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene, or whatever, who's a QAnon believer. It's scary. Hey, what? Who else? Trump pardoned Joe Arpaio is one of them. He was already oh, pardoned. He did that. I'm sorry. He yeah, did. He's, he's already pardoned every awful person imaginable. So <laughs> I don't. I don't know who it could be. Possibilities. Uh, <laughs> Let me see. Trump pardon possibilities. I mean, what do they think? What are they, What are your people saying on the right? You're you're, you're supposed to be you know in on this. It's got to be good for uh, you know for uh, politically. It's the middle of the campaign. He's trying to um, upstage you know the. Uh, well, he's already freed Rod Bogoyevich. I mean, who else can the man a free? Democrat, which was, which was a good political move. Was? I don't know. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, your yeah, I've, is, your, your guess is Ghislaine Maxwell. It's better than anything you have. You don't even have a guess. <sighs> well, you kind of surprised me with this one. Uh, what about sports figures? He wants to be the viewed as the he president. Likes sports. Will he right. try to reinstate Pete Rose to the Baseball Hall of Fame? Oh, God. I think he'll, yeah. like, you know, you know, <laughs> see if he can do that. Uh, maybe Don King. Don King is, you know, was convicted of uh, murder. We killed a guy whose last words were, I'll pay you the money, Don. And Don kicked him in the head like he was an Antifa guy and oh, killed the break. guy. Tough break. Um, maybe it's Don King. Is maybe. there any because he's always thinking politically about, you know, he, he loves his the black, uh, vote. His, the black vote, Alice Johnson. She'll be there next week or she'll be somehow she'll be mentioned at the Republican convention. So is there a black person who's been convicted of a crime? It, it can't be something him like some good is, politically. Like this is Kim Kardashian's new mission in life. So it can't because Kanye is now a competitor. It can't be a, a relationship where he does something for her. Right. So that's out of the out of the question. I would oh, assume. but he thinks he thinks uh, Kanye is going to help him. He's going to uh, uh, drain votes from uh, from Biden. That's why Jared Kushner went out and met with him. Oh, O.J. Simpson. I don't think O.J. Simpson needs a pardon either. Hunter Biden. Wouldn't that be something? I'm going to pardon. How about this one? He pardons. For all future crimes, he pardons uh, somebody like uh, uh, what, members of his family. O- just, uh, just in case. He, he pardons Barack Obama. Well, I, mean, I don't think so. I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, Joe the Tiger, Joe, that'd be so stupid. Joe Exotic. I hate Tiger yeah. King. That'd be rots in prison. See, when, so. when Trump does dumb stuff, it's usually off the cuff. It's not planned. I mean, his, his team would stop him. Yeah, you know, no, when, I, when I don't does, think when he that tweets that. about Roger Ailes. Could he? Could he? Oh, how about this? He pardons Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> he might. Uh, Although Bill O'Reilly didn't go to prison, so I no, don't know. No, for future, you know, future future crimes. Yeah, I think but, he's okay. But, he's your Newsmax but, colleague, by the way. Now, Bill O'Reilly. That's so, right. You know, I, nice. know, I, see, I see him around the office. I say, I call him Riles. Riles. Say, Riles. Riles. What's up, <laughs> Billy? Billy. Um, but. Uh, so it can't be something really stupid. Again, he does dumb stuff off the cuff, like, uh, you know, like 
um, mentioning Roger Ailes or mentioning uh, what was the other thing he did? He mentioned uh, Lane Said, "I hope she does well. Or, right. I hope she's doing which well." Is, which is why I predicted a, a pardon of some okay, sort. Okay, we'll see if if it's Gislaine Maxwell, whatever her freaking name is. Kamala Maxwell. <laughs> Rima was right. Uh, um, but will will is that going to happen like right in the middle of the convention? Is that the plan? Oh, we'd upstage it. It'd be like A-Rod announcing he was opting out of his contract in the middle of the uh, World Series years ago. It would be just right. like that, an upstage. And they're going to have hearings. Democrats are going to have hearings next week in the House on the on the big post office scandal, the silliest oh. of why? Of all Sorry, this is a serious totally issue. I mean, mail up. is not getting delivered. Totally I'm still waiting on checks. No, you I am. Barack, waiting on how about Barack Obama saying Social Security checks can't go out? This guy was well, president they, for eight years. He doesn't even know that they don't go in the mail anymore. They stopped doing that seven years ago. They should He's honestly so, stop doing Well, I mean, I think for people who don't have direct deposit, they still probably get mailed checks. But if you can get direct deposit... That's where the way it should be. No more mailed checks. That's what I say, Jerry. Only no direct more. deposit from here on out. All right. I can't. Uh, uh, I'm looking at some of the guesses for uh, on the um, comment line for people. There are like any like 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 right wing like TV anchors who have Julie, uh, Julian Assange. That wouldn't be good. No, That'd he's, be he's, he's lots he's of tell, lots of support for uh, for Tiger King, which would be stupid. Um, it's going to be. Even it's going to be something completely out of left field because Twitter would have it by now, or there would at least be a ton of different names and stuff, and, and nobody's nobody's saying anything out there. So it's, it's how about this one, Bob Kraft? He, you know, he's still in legal jeopardy for the. Oh, uh, that would be amazing. Oh, I'd love that. You know what's a good one for you, Reamer? A good. I was thinking of this like a column or a topic. Um, yeah. We talked about this yesterday. How many people do you know who voted for Trump four years ago and aren't? Before you drive the all new Nissan Rogue, you got to ask yourself, how rogue are you going to go? We talking be one with nature in the desert rogue? Go snowshoeing in Alaska rogue? Or take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Going to vote for him anymore. Like, that's not really a um, a thing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, he's I don't got ninety six percent support. Ninety six percent support among Republicans, which is amazing. So tell me this: um, what what segment? Like, has he lost? Like, he hasn't lost. You know, the, the private sector, business people, people who work for a living. I'd say the Midwest. I'd say the energy industry. They still support him. The military still supports him. You know what it feels like? He's lost sports. Sports. You know, like. Obviously, Brady bailed on him early on, um, so I wouldn't. But but like Belichick four years ago wrote him a letter, right? He had you know Rex Ryan supporting him. I think Jerry Jones supporting him. He had a few. Athletes. Well, he had a lot of NFL owners gave him his yeah. inaugural committee. You know, million They're not dollars. Doing that. That's wouldn't you say those days are over? Like they might do it privately, but publicly. He's because of, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, the uh, oh. you know, we've seen it you know, early on. We saw Popovich and uh, Kerr, you know, pandering to get because, you know, their players didn't like Trump with the kneeling stuff. But 
there's not going to be anyone in the world of sports, not even like in NASCAR. I said this yesterday, Jack Del Rio was the only guy who was going to publicly support the president. It wasn't that way four years ago. He lost sports. That sounds like a Reamer column to me. That's not bad, Jerry. That's a good one. I think coming to Forbes, uh, he did. I mean, oh, poor Bob Kraft can't can't speak his mind. He's, he's, he's so, you know, he's so aggrieved. But wouldn't you um, agree? Wouldn't you agree it would be hard for an owner of a football or a basketball team or even you know baseball to come out and like yeah, really, well, it would, you know, it go, would be, yeah. to go full Lou Holtz and say, "I love the guy. I support him. I love my president." You can't. Do yeah, that. it would. It would. It would be suicidal, absolutely, from a from a locker room standpoint. I mean, frankly, I think it kind of was four years ago, but we didn't know how awful Trump would truly be until now. We've had you know almost four years of this. Um, I, I, honestly, Jerry, I don't know if you're a voter who's lost your job because of this, or you've lost a family member. Uh, I don't see how anybody could really vote for Trump unless you're rich selfish racist or you think that like bill gates and, oh, and you love your country if you love your country so, you can't vote uh, for those people you saw on stage last night and you'll see again tonight they don't love this country they want to fundamentally change it they want to dismantle it make it better uh, and then now they want to make it uh socialist and it's really discouraging like you said um like I but said, better oh <laughs> you see you know, I can't. Uh, I want to get to. Uh, I want to get to Brad, Tom Brady. By the way, we're going to get a little oh, sporty because let's Tom do Brady, it. What's going Tom on? Tom Brady him? did a podcast with Peter King. I think he did like ten minutes, and we listened to it, Cullinane and I, before we started recording. And I was like, "Here, here, I'll give you the headline in the New York Post that got me curious. It got me curious. Ready? Tom Brady sounds thrilled to be away from Bill Belichick. Now that's mm. the headline. Clicky, clickbait. And yeah, that was the tweet. And uh, the headline of the story is Tom Brady doesn't sound like he's missing Bill Belichick much. In fact, he seems downright giddy to be teaming up with Bruce Arians and the Tampa Bay Bucks. He now, Tom, Just for a disclaimer purposes, Tom Brady could not sound more bored during this interview. We, not only well, boring, but just like bored with the experience as well. He, I, it reminded me how um, bad, well, not bad, just boring and predictable he was. How careful he was is a better word. He used to be good. I tell people this all the time. You guys heard him with us for years where he was kind of candid or he was kind of natural. And then deflate gate happened and he just went into a shell and said nothing and he still but says that's because you guys that's because you guys interviewed him when he was a nobody right so you were like part of the evolution now it's all these these but uh, i do like, think there were times when he said you know we we're gonna get lubed up and uh you yeah. know jets suck and he, he was kind of freewheeling you know as patriots go he was a good interview he's not anymore i mean he's still seems like a nice guy and a cooperative guy and all that but he did. The fear is fear itself with the coronavirus. <laughs> he did who would have thought interview. that? Uh, who would have thought the WE that you would get crapped on for writing a pro Brady column in Boston? Uh, the tides have turned. Say that again. Well, it was your old friend Andy Hart had one of the most controversial columns on WEI.com since I wrote there last week. Did you well, defending did Tom not. Brady's? No, you defending I his guess. coronavirus stance. Yeah. Oh, good. Defending his coronavirus stances, which is what? Let's go about our lives. Yeah, and... The only thing to f- that fear is the most dangerous part of the coronavirus. And you take the right immunity or whatever, the, the supplements that he sells at TB12 and you can. You'll be fine. Yeah, you can imu- be immune. But uh, let's hear. Some That's of a business inc- that I don't think is going to make it. Sorry, Jerry. Go ahead. Let's hear some of this incredibly boring podcast. And let me tell you, 
Cardi B with Biden was much better than Peter King with Tom Brady. I'll just give you that tease. <laughs> and the New York Post is just looking for clicks. He doesn't sound like he's happy, to, you know, to, to be rid of Bill Belichick at all. Um, you know, I, I said this the other day. It's my 30th year playing football, including high school, and this is the first time I've ever had an offensive head coach. Um, so that wow. provides something a little bit different uh, for the quarterback. That's amazing. Um, that, yeah. that really is amazing. Yeah, 30 it's years amazing about high it. school, college, and then pro football. And I've had, you know, the first time it's been an offensive coach. So it's 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 interesting. Uh, so that, that's his shot at Belichick is just that is that he finally has an offensive coach, but he never had one in his history. It's not just Belichick. It's He's talking about whatever, Gary Moeller. Yeah. Was the guy, what's the guy that he hates at uh, Michigan? The guy that uh, platooned him with Drew Henson? He's uh, uh, in a blank. And you guys are both idiots, so it's a waste. But who was the Michigan coach that <laughs> um, – I'll wait for the uh, comments. But anyway, do you guys think that was a shot at Belichick? No, not at all. I, I'm still trying to figure out what was amazing about it. What was speaking <laughs> amazed by with that, with that answer? I don't really yeah, get it. So he had he's had one coach in um, uh, the NFL. We know that, of course. Yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd Carr. Carr. Lloyd Carr platooned him with uh, with Drew Henson and Lloyd Carr. He still has a problem with uh, with what Luke Lloyd Carr did, and so does Tom Brady Senior, by the way. But uh, so he had, you know, Lloyd Carr. He's talking about his high school coach. Are we supposed to think it was a shot at his high school coach too? He just had no defensive idea. coaches when he was. He's had defensive minded coaches. So what? it is. It is amazing, you know. And I think I was always I was out of the curve on Brady. I mean, it's amazing how fleeting the the fandom is. I feel like that not only is he no longer beloved in New England, I feel like he's forgotten. I mean, doesn't it feel that way? Forgotten. Yeah, I mean, who even – Tom Brady is like – I think well, I, the last five, six months have been terrible for him. Uh, he's looked awful here. People are sick of him here, and it's amazing. Once a no, hero – uh, No, that's dramatic. This is just the, the, the coronavirus nonsense. Take I, I agree with oh, Colin. It's, 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 it's not an anti-Brady thing here. I think once football starts, people around here are going to be just as excited to consume Bucks games in the, as they are uh, – Yeah, because think- they're curious, but I don't, I don't think there's any love for Brady anymore. Brady Breeze will have bigger numbers than the friggin' first Pete. Well, if the Patriots are starting Cam Newton, it's going to be big too. Um, and he's in a competition for his life with uh, with Stiddy. Stiddy, that's going to be interesting. You don't think there's any love for Tom Brady? <laughs> what? I mean, I know I bring you on here to say dumb stuff, Reamer, but can you do you really believe that? There's no love for Brady in New England. I think it's gone. I, I think people were sick of the – definitely sick of the coronavirus thing, of course. He comes across like a lunatic. And in uh, the way that he carried around with the free agency, the Super Bowl ad, uh, I think people are sick of Tom Brady and they've they've lost all their love for him because he's a sports player who's now playing for another team and everyone got over it. So Well, I think, they're gonna root for him. I think they're going to root for Tampa. I think that you know the, the big dream is – you know, Tampa, New England Super Bowl, and if they both teams start hot, people are going to start talking about that. It's, you know, that'll be the topic on of course, overnight, no, overnight it, radio it, with Reamer. Uh, it depends on where we are at the bubble. I mean, you know, I think that uh, Damian Lillard and the Blazers have a chance to make things interesting. <laughs> He's been uh, sick, and, and the bubble. It's if you, Jerry, you're a sports guy. Uh, the NBA playoff games have actually been very good. Inside, it's been a the only thing I care about tournament. is golf and football right now. I don't know. I'm uh, the NBA. Um, the, I'm serious. I bailed too woke for me, man. Too woke for me. 
Um, and and baseball, Red Sox are, are, are terrible. Very it good. Feels like spring training. Feels worse than spring training. It feels like spring training before they start playing spring training games. You know, like in in Fort Myers, there's no intensity. There's no energy. Um, it's this is it, man. The sport of the summer is Biden versus Biden v Trump. The heavyweight battle of these two, and uh, you know all their all their surrogates. And uh, it began last night. It feels like the campaign had began last night, and I think we should we should wrap this up with the uh, the only journalist to actually get a sit down interview with Joe Biden. All right, hey. Uh, but we don't need Biden. I just need uh, I just need Cardi B, who, by the way, is a former stripper who has admitted to drugging and robbing men yeah. that she took back to her apartment. Ah, this is the Me Too that. era, and. The only journalist to get a sit down with one of the candidates, Joe Biden, is a woman who's admitted to drugging and robbing men. And by the way, has spent a lot of time talking about like penises and and vaginas and orgasms and everything else. That's that's who he chooses to sit down with. Well, you know, primarily all the things that I talk about, too, to be honest. Basically, yeah, Dave is there. This is the real world, Jerry. This is what people talk about. By the way, he he hasn't sat down with any of his fans either, like Jim Acosta or Andrea Mitchell or any of the big supporters. These are his his, you know, this is his campaign team, essentially, hasn't sat down with, you know, Rachel Maddow or Chris Hayes or Alex Reamer. He stick instead he went with Cardi B, who do we really think she's like Registered to vote? I'm sure she is. She is, yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Can we hear from uh, Cardi B, Cullinane? I have a whole list of things that I want and I wish and I desire uh, for our next president to do for us. But first and first, let me keep it a book. I just want Trump out. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like his mouth gets us in trouble so much. I don't want to be, be lied to. I don't, I don't want... Like, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic right now, right? And I just want answers. I want to know when this is over. Like, you know, I want to go back to my job. I want to I want to be able to go outside. I want to be able not to feel like I'm trapped in my home. And But I don't want somebody to lie to me and tell me that it's okay to go outside. It's okay not to wear a mask. That everything is going to be okay. No, I want like a, a timeline of when things are going to get better. I, I want... A president to tell me what are the steps for us to get better besides, um, you know, uh, taking pre- uh, precautions like with our masks and quarantining. I need somebody to tell me, like, this is going to be over when we find this cure. This is why it's taking so long. This is why other countries are doing better than ours when it comes to this pandemic. I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. And also, I, of course, want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare because look, look, look what's happening right now. You mm. see what? We should have been having free Medicare for a long time. I, of course, think that we need a free college education. That's second. And I want Black people to stop getting killed. And no justice for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want more stricter laws. All right. She wants more stricter laws. This goes on for another minute or two. He has and, no plans to start speaking during that. And the candidate for president is sitting there dumb, more confused than ever. And in this case, I don't blame him. He's just looking blankly going, 
who is this person? Who is this person who is talking to me about free Medicare? And yeah, even- like Biden is into Cardi B. What do you mean? <laughs> Great team. Uh, and and it's it's just amazing that the media doesn't complain. Obviously, they're invested in his candidacy and want him to win badly. They should be saying right now. They should be outraged, saying you won't answer questions from us, but you sit down with this woman who wants to get back to work. What's she talking about? She's got the biggest song, the biggest video in the world right now in the middle of the pandemic. She's yeah, but it was probably recorded before the pandemic. She wants to get back out there. She wants to do her concerts. And she's like, I I assume in this interview, the mask mandate. This other thing Biden wants to do is make make it a law that everyone in the world has to wear a mask. Honestly, Jerry, like I I hate wearing a mask too. But what's the problem with that? If that's what we have to do to actually get going again, then then what's the issue with wearing? What's the problem with wearing a mask? What what, what do I mean? There's no problem if the company if a business says you got to wear a mask, I do it. Yeah, right. so some farmer in Iowa is out on his tractor by himself. No, no, no. no you that's, want it a law. No. You want to make it a law. So I mean, it's, listen, it's it's all stupid. I mean, look, the fact that you can go to a restaurant, right? You wear your mask on and you talk to the host and then you sit down and eat where you're laughing, you're chewing, your mouth is open. No mask because I guess the right. virus, you know, respects the dinnertime ritual. And then you have to go up to the bathroom and wear your mask. I mean, it's all kind of silly stuff, but I do it because it makes people feel better. Fine. That's I mean, all. I mean, whatever I, they want it, whatever the other they day, want. In the course fine. of two days, I have I had a cloth mask, a, a gator thing that you pull up, you know. They say that's bad. They say that's right. even and worse so than was, not wearing a mask. Which that I don't day, understand, there was but. an article. Exactly. My daughter read it, said it's worse than having no mask, the mask right. that I use. But know? I don't see how that's and possible, then, though. And the next day, there was an article. I forget who, uh, where it was, a story um, that said the masks with the little vents. Not which good. Are, they look really cool. I mean, they look like you're serious about masking. Those <laughs> are worse than nothing. So the mask I had and the mask my daughter had were both worse than nothing. And the next day, Biden announces that he wants a national mandate. So you have to wear a mask. And I'm going, but you just told me this thing doesn't work. It's just kind of confusing. Just, you know, wear a mask because it makes people feel better. That's what I do. I don't think it helps anything. But I'm certainly well, not going to wear I- a mask. Do you wear a mask running or riding a bike or you know, working out? No, I mean, what I do is when I run around M Street Beach, I will wear my buff. And then when I'm around like a group of people, I will pull it up so I don't get like a dirty look and then pull it down. I mean, it's annoying, but I'll, I'll do it. By the way, uh, no mask. I'm a humanitarian. For Car- no mask for Cardi B or Joe Biden on that video, which is, well, I think. They were probably uh, alone in their homes. I, I mean, what so what? Do? We can't be too careful. Can't be too careful. <laughs> All right. I will. Uh, I'll let you go. Read up on the vi- on the uh, riots in Portland, Seattle, and and the violence and the anarchy in the streets. I know you don't care, but I think you should. This is your country. As I like to say, I'm lucky. I made it through. I feel bad for people like you in your 20s, and the if these lunatics do indeed fundamentally transform this country, it ain't going to be good for you, someone that wants to go to work. I mean, you are the hardest working commie I know, and. Um, I don't think this will be good if these these nuts that you saw on TV last night take control of the government. And we'll do it again tonight. We'll do it again tonight. And for the next three nights, we'll watch these prepackaged, recorded, choreographed uh, appearances. Um, do they have any celebrities like the, the Republicans are planning, you know, Nick Sandman and the McCluskeys? Are there, there going to be any – George Floyd's family was there last night. I was not surprised to see that. There will be more of that, more – Brianna Taylor's family has to be there at some point, right? Well, there's, there's Bill Clinton tonight. Oh, that's right. We're gonna. The theme of tonight is 
empowering women and speaking out <laughs> against uh, sexual harassment. And the featured speaker is one Bill Clinton, who was on Pedophile Island with teenage girls, underage girls. Uh, yeah. So he's the big star tonight. I'll be watching. And AOC tonight, by the way. AOC yeah, for a minute. AOC said, gets right? For a minute, but she can outline her pen pal program that's going to sweep the oh, nation. That's right. That's what I'm excited about. Which is amazing. I hate AOC. You know, I'm not a fan. To give her no, one not. minute, know that. the face of the party. She gets one minute and Killer Cuomo gets all the time he wants. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I agree there. What's That's a note of agreement. Absolutely. These are your people. These are your guys, Reamer. You can read Alex Reamer at Forbes.com and Outkick. I mean, Out, Out Sports. Sports. Yeah, I know you want me to write for Outkick I, so badly. I, yeah, Maybe I should, should apply anyway. You should, but, you know, but, not everybody is as open-minded as I am that likes you and appreciates your your level of insanity. Only, only you know, I do that. But you can read them everywhere. Again, hardest work in comedy I know. Thanks, Reamer. We will talk to you again soon. And thanks to uh, – Thanks to Ally Paving and Shake Concrete, and thanks to DCU. Um, we got over 3,500 uh, reviews. Yeah, put after, out the call for- uh, after Apple deleted some on us, which was uh, very what? disrespectful of them. Yes, so I'm, we've I'm been, calling them out right now. We're getting, we're getting shadow banned all over the place, Reamer. It's yeah. tough. It's tough yeah. to not be a moon bat these days. Uh, luckily, I'm, I'm not upset today because I did uh, I did just fuel up with some of my hydrant fruit punch uh, earlier today. Ooh, so, me so too. I'm a, I'm a big hydrant guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a hydrator. No, Brady convinced me, won me over to, to hydrate. Yes. And now I find the best way to hydrate is with hydrant because yeah. you start off your day and it just you know gives a little pep in the step because you know you're fully hydrated. That's important. So let's get some hydrant for a reamer. I'm ready. We're going to get him some. All right. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast. I appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Are you headed back to college this fall? Amazon has part-time jobs with students in mind. With starting pay up to $20 an hour and shifts that work with your schedule, you'll be able to balance school, work, study time, and social time. So beat the fall rush and go to Amazon.com slash student jobs to start looking for a part-time job. Not only will you earn while you learn, but you'll get to add Amazon to your resume and jumpstart a career that can take you places. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.